0: We have to talk. I have another one of those dope guests that I've been talking about in my shows, and this is someone who's dear to my heart. Uh, this individual is like a little sister to me, you know, someone I really, really love. You know, when I when I see her and her mom around, you know, I give them big hugs, and and, and she knows I love mom too. And she's one of the students I work with. She's an adult now. Uh, she is this fashionista, a fashion icon. You, if you if you don't know, it, you will. And if you won't, you will, because I'm telling you, you will super dope. You know, she, to me, and I'm going to say this in pride. This is pre, this is the old version of this gentleman. She is the female Kanye. If you ever go on to one of her shows, her events, she is the female Kanye in all sense of the words, like minus the MAGA hat. You know, <laughs> minus the MAGA hat. Like, she is so dope. She has the music plan. She has this, art, this direction. Like, she's dope in what she does, you know. And she actually has a cool name. One, one of the coolest names I, I, I've ever heard. And, and that name actually fits to what our, the times we're in right now. Her name is Justice, you know. And she has a super dope clothing line that she's going to talk about and tell us more about. But, but Justice, what's up?
1: What's up? So, so justice
0: it's good to see you man and hear you <laughs> it's 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 been a while you know I think I've I seen i seen it was probably was it a year ago with mom or was it longer than that no
1: you saw my mom I've always seen your mom always see
0: your mom <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> well, anyway two years yeah probably two years and in within that time I know you, you've done some work and I still see some of your work uh so let's let's talk about let's talk about the, the fashion piece what made you what made you get into fashion like how did you start
1: so um what kind of made me get into fashion originally I started off with photography and
0: um, Shout out to the photographers.
1: <laughs> that's the photographers, you already know. Um, and at the time, I was working my first retail job. I was working at Zara, and um, I was just so inspired by the clothing. I became super indulged in it, um, while also being surrounded by so many of my talented friends. Um, at the time, I was working on a photography project which was trying to show my views of New York city, the beauty and the pain through my own lens. Um, And so I came up with this idea and was like, okay, what if I put my shirt, my uh, pictures on t-shirts and I wore them and now it's like my view of New York in a fashion sense. So I started off with that. Um, That was definitely like how I started to transition into fashion in 2013. Um, I did a lot of trial and error. I learned that making shirts that way were super expensive, doing dye sublimation, all of these things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it, mm-hmm. it was like during that era where um, all of the like, clothing stores were selling these super hieroglyphic t-shirts the ones that look like the pharaoh the the old yeezus looking t-shirts and stuff like that the all-over shirts so i was trying to do the same thing with my photos very expensive so i was like cool i learned something and one thing that i had said to myself was like i just want to make clothes that all my dope friends can wear and they can be like my fashion messengers out there spreading what I'm trying to spread in the world with their dope talents, wearing my stuff. And so then later on that year, I decided to revamp my clothing brand, uh, which is called diffe New York. And um, Diff- the theme about diffe is to be able to exude culture diversity through each collection by using different sayings, phrases, languages, and prints on the garments to basically portray appreciation to another person's culture um in new york city we have so many cultures but in america we only focus on four main races so um i really wanted to be able to exude that through the clothing and i've been doing that and it's not just uh languages it's not just a culture sometimes it's like a period in time so like my last collection was called color the borders and it was a collection about um basically um the theme of the collection was imagining a world where we didn't have to stay within the borders, but we were able to culturally appreciate things instead of appropriating things. And so in the collection, there's a couple of like things on like t-shirts or hoodies or the belts that were like the biggest hits said anti-cultural appropriation, uh, a few of the hoodies. Um step out of the border because who won Trump, you boo. Like little things like that. So basically kind of a lot of relevance to what we're going through in our times today. And so, yeah, that's really how I started in fashion. Um, and yeah.
0: Are there any lines or or designers that you find inspiration from?
1: Um, when I was first starting out, the brand that I was super inspired by was Marcello Berlon. Um, because he really was able to capture an image and put it all over a shirt um, and sell it for 200 bucks. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, I was really, really inspired by um, Marcelo Berlan, uh, one of the people who inspired me, who have inspired me, like, the most um, in my fashion journey and walk is Virgil. Um, And a lot of that is just because, you know, I've gotten to see Virgil from back in the day where he was just screen printing things on the back of flannels and selling it until the point where he is now menswear designer for creative menswear director, I think, for Louis Vuitton and has just grown so much. So seeing his journey definitely makes me feel like um, it's okay to take your time um, because things happen in a process. So, yeah,
0: those two. So Virgil, Virgil seems like a best friend of yours, but Virgil is the creator of you know, off, off, Off-White. I just want to make sure. No, Virgil. Keep it in charge. No, well, that's dope, you know, and I call you the female Kanye because of your process and your thought, you know, and you actually, you, you, I know you're a big, Kanye fan, the old Kanye, like most of us are. Like, I
1: mean, the music is still
0: good. The music is still good, you know. <laughs> and so, is it talk about that process? Like, how do you channel Kanye into your your work, into your designs, into your shows, into your aspect?
1: Well, when I think about Kanye, I think about such a creative genius, right? And so, it's he's somebody that's just definitely one of a kind, and even till this day, you know. And sometimes, like. Um, I, my creative process in creating things is not uh, of the average. Like I take a nap, which I don't often take naps. Taking I, naps I, are important. <laughs> I learned it now as an adult, but like as a youngin, I'm like naps are for babies and old people. You <laughs> <So,
0: laughs> Oh So
1: so now I realize how important taking naps are, but um, I take naps and I wake up with a vision. And I think it's because of the lack of naps that I take that I'm able to wake up with a vision. But I take these naps and I wake up with a vision and I see it clear as day and I immediately execute on it. And that's exactly how Kanye West does things. He's able to see something and before the thing leaves his head, too soon he wants to start acting on it and that's exactly how i am so that's why i say i see a lot of myself in him even in his uh jesus days where he was touring and ranting a lot of people never understood why kanye was yelling at those concerts and a lot of it stemmed from the frustrations of trying to break into the fashion industry as a male rapper who already has millions of dollars and it shouldn't be that hard to create a clothing line and get people to support. But literally people at the top was just shoving him down, shoving him down. I mean, come on. The guy has a sneaker called red Octobers. Nike doesn't want to release it until February. What kind of mess is that? (laughs) You know, like a lot of things that knocking him down people, in high fashion in Paris, in France, looking at him like, what are you, you're a rapper, what do you know about this? And that's how I felt when I was first starting out, because I didn't have those people that were reaching their hands down and trying to pull me up in the industry or teach me things that I should know in the industry. So I suffered a lot of money loss, you know, financial loss and things like that, and had to a lot Something of I,
0: I do know because you know, <laughs> know at one point I used to design the clothing myself and that's a lot of money and a lot of work. Yeah. It's not yeah. as easy as people might think it is. You know, so, some all. of us it does come easy, but but you know, you have to to be steadfast and keep pushing forward. You said something that I want to I talk about. You talked about had- Kanye and people, you know, not giving him a hand or not believing him. And I have a story that I always share with you and how much I believed in you. I think you were, what, sixth or seventh grade? Probably sixth grade, was it? It was
1: sixth grade, yeah. Sixth grade. I remember...
0: <laughs> Because I, 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 at this time, at that time, I used to run a, a student government called Youth Council. I was a development specialist. And, and Justice was one of my, you were my treasurer at the time.
1: I was.
0: <laughs> see, see my memory? I'm not that old. Oh my
1: God. You have the memory of an elephant.
0: <laughs> so I remember talking to her, and we, get, we got into an argument. In, in, the in, in, in the hallway, outside of the auditorium, the argument was about because I was always about empowering my young people and encouraging them, letting them know how great they are. And the argument was about me telling her that she's the best and how she should push to be the best and to be the best at whatever she uh, uh, want, wants to be. And she yelled at me, "No, I'm not the best. how would you <laughs> say that?" I'm like, "Why is this little girl yelling at me? Like, why is?" <laughs> like, I'm like, "But justice, you are." And you know. And I, and I, and I, because I believed in you and I didn't say it for the sake of saying and I was like, because you do this, the energy that you have that you bring to the table, you, you don't falter. You continue to push forward. And that's who you are to this day. Like, you know, you, 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 you come into a, a roadblock, you see it, and, but then you figure a way either through it, around it or over it. You're going to get, you're going to get by it. And that's when, the, that's what I wanted you to know that I saw when you were a sixth grader. <laughs> and you yelled at me. And I was hurt. I was like, oh my God, why would she do that? And, and years later, you came to me and you told me, thank you. Yep. You know,
1: I always remember that story. I always tell that story. I tell it to everybody, like, all the time. Whenever I'm doing an interview or anything, I'm like, I used to have, like, I'm so modest and humble that I used to literally, like, not want to be the best. And I had a mentor who told me, like, you are the best at anything that you do. So own it. And now I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> I'm like the best. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> I created a monster, everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still very, very modest. But like sometimes, like sometimes it's like one of those moments where you're just like sitting and you feel like, you know, you're not doing. So I, I suffer with being like my own worst critic. So, you know, I'm always like super hard on myself and like, I wish I could do more. I'm not doing enough and always feeling like what I'm producing is not enough. Sometimes you have to sit back and be like, you may feel that way. It's like your, your alter ego steps out of your body and be like, girl, you may feel that way, but. Literally, can nobody do what you do? And that's
0: absolutely.
1: The, you know, that moment.
0: <laughs> and those are things that you definitely have to consider, you know, and what you, what you experience is normal. Like uh, you say to yourself, I could have done more, you know, and then not realizing how much you've done. And sometimes either yourself, taking a step back and looking at it and assessing the past three months, the past week, the past year, you get to see how much you did. Or someone telling you, I used to do it with my staff. I had one staff who was like, we had a show. And this was our first time doing an art gallery and she was freaking out. And I grabbed her. I said, hold on, stop. I didn't grab her. I said, come here. (laughs) Let me clear that up. I didn't grab her. I said, come here. Just stop. Just look, watch and tell me what you see. I said, you did this. This is what's going on. You see these young people, they're doing exactly what you, what you want them to do. And sometimes it is misbelieving or having, like, like you said, or having, your, having that person inside of you say, girl, oh boy, whatever, or them, whoever you, however you refer to yourself, <laughs> okay. hey, you, you, can, you did this. You know, you've done more in one year than people have done in a lifetime. You've done more probably in a week than probably people have done probably in three months. Yeah. The fact that you you just as have a clothing line, you know you've done photography. You know, you know the work that goes into taking pictures, and probably editing pictures, and and, and, and all that. And, and let's also talk about the other aspect of them because you were a mo- modeling agency or some sort of modeling. Talk about that. Like how, like how do you navigate having your fashion line doing some <laughs> photography and then having models? And I'm pretty sure I'm going to say this. There's probably some some of them might be temperamental. I don't know what what is that. <laughs> Oh, I said the right word. Okay, <laughs> talk to us about that.
1: Okay, so um, in 2015, um, I started uh, modeling management called uh, Daring Imagery Model Management. Giving you a little bit of backstory. So my photography business when I was 17 in high school was called Daring Imagery. I came up with the name because my mom used to always tell me thank you for daring to be different I remember um, that. and then so um coming a little bit forward when i decided to stop taking photos and to focus my energy in fashion d was the name that i came up with my clothing brand the DI in D. Fajon stands for doing imagery. Fajon is the Irish word for fashion. My grandfather is Irish.
0: I did not know the DI stood. Dude, <laughs> I, I know you for how many years and you, okay, okay. I don't I know, go, it's always okay. like,
1: <laughs> it's not, always like not, a surprise, but everything's always like in covered. So my old logo used to be like the phases of the moon. Um, And it was kind of like a play on words, so the phase on, so like the phase on, in every collection I call a phase. So right now I'm about to produce phase six of my clothing brand. So kind of like that, it's always like a play on words. I try to always relate things. Um, So then in 2015, um, after, you know, doing so many college fashion shows across the city, I've done probably over 30 college fashion shows Um, in like the last three years across the city. And so um, after doing so many fashion shows and stuff like that and seeing so many young people who are aspiring to be models... I figured, you know, I didn't really have the help getting into the fashion industry with my clothing brand or a constant help of someone to help build and help me grow along with um, or somebody to help develop me. I have a lot of mentors. I'm very blessed in that aspect, and they have their own, um, you know, businesses and things like that. So I learned business, but I didn't learn fashion from anyone specifically. And so um, with the models, I wanted to be that person that can help develop, because that's something that I already knew I had as a quality, leadership, development, success, coaching, and things of that nature. Professional build out and portfolio build out. I can see things, like I mentioned before, I can see things, a vision. I can look at a person and say, this is what your portfolio is going to look like for the next 10 months, and this is why, and give them an exact reason why, build out a blueprint for them, build out a bunch of mood boards for them and start the work. And so that's what I did in 2015. I started doing imaging model management. Um, Soon after, about within a year or so, I was managing about 50 uh, models across the tri-state area, models in college, upstate, Jersey, Connecticut, New York, you name it. I was managing probably a little bit over 50 actually. Um, And actually, fun fact, Small fun fact like You are full
0: of a ton of fun facts. Keep (laughs) keep them coming. (laughs) So
1: um, in 2014, um, my mom and I, we we fell through uh, some hardship um, and suffered a loss of our apartment due to gentrification, and we was living in a shelter, actually, for two years. So from 2014 through 2016, I was living in a shelter, and in 2015, I decided to start a whole new business. So people were like, how are you doing this? How are you having a clothing brand? You just started a model management. You're managing about 50 models and you're working full time at Zara (laughs) and you're living and you're homeless. I mean, people didn't know that. So I told the story, but they're like, wow, you know, Um, and I kept on pushing and kept on pushing through it because the bigger message is that. You don't have to let your adversity stop what the dream is. And so for me, I know that my purpose is to be able to help and inspire people. And that's what I wanted to be able to do through the modeling management. So, um, touching a little bit more on the modeling management um, today. So now um, I have decided to do quarantine, and through 2019 was a very, very rough year. Um, I took a break and um, decided to actually like reassess. Because like I mentioned, I'm a helpful person. I see a dream for a person and I wanna help them reach it. Um, Cause I strongly, strongly believe that no dreamer builds alone. So I started this model management with not a lot of knowledge of how to get models signed by mega agencies like Wilhelmina, stuff like that. But I was able to get some models signed. Um, and one of my biggest models that I got signed, his name is Baba. And he is signed to about ten different agencies worldwide, and he's everywhere. You go into Star, you go into J Crew, you go Montclair. He's walked for almost every single designer: Louis Vuitton, Virgil, everything. So um, was he
0: at the last show that you had, the one on Fourteenth Street?
1: No, he wasn't. He wasn't okay. at the last show. Okay, his sister walked cool. for me. though.
0: I'm not sure that was your last show. That was the last show I I, I was at. I can't say it that way.
1: Yes, yes. It was (laughs) my second to last show. Uh, (laughs) So, so, yeah, I was able to get some models signed, but not all. And through taking a break and sitting back, um, like I mentioned before, Sometimes when you are this person who has so many people's futures in your hand, you know, it becomes this thing where you feel like, I'm not doing enough, or I don't know what I'm doing, or I feel like I'm failing at this kind of thing, or you might not be getting the gratification or the gratitude that you were hoping for and things like that start to make you feel unsure. And so that was something that I actually was going through last year was just feeling very unsure, like, am I really helping in the best way that I can be? You know, I'm signing models to my management. I know that there's a height requirement in fashion. You know, a lot of them want to do runway. A lot of them can't right now because the way fashion industry just doesn't budge when it comes to the height requirement. So it's better to get them to do commercial work. We're doing the portfolio build out, but you know, there needs to be something more. And so I took a break, and now um, I have actually revamped our model management from during Imaging Model Management to during Imagery Collaborative, so die Collab for short. And so now uh, the model management has now transformed into a success building and talent development firm that specializes in portfolio build out for creative individuals, so not just limited to models anymore, but musicians, makeup artists, stylists, creative directors. Unique- you may have
0: to talk when this is done, because I, well, I have the same idea, same, <laughs> the same exact idea. I'll <laughs> share that with you later. Okay. Um, I do want to ask you, well, there's t- two things. I want to, uh-huh. this first one, um, how do we change that? You talked about high requirements and models and so forth. Like, how do we, you know, change that old guard, like, what do we, what can we do? You know, cause I'm all about empowering and, how, and joining in and supporting because, you know, you have people who can model, who can do the walk, who are beautiful or in their own right, whether it's a, a, a shaved head, long hair, I beard. Models that walk better than
1: six one models for sure. So
0: what, what is it that we do where we change that norm? Do you have a thought and idea If I'm on board? I'm all, you know, I'm on board for helping everyone and supporting, like, how can we, you know, as a, you know, as a group or, or individuals come together as a collaborative.
1: Right. And so I think that's one of the main reasons why I decided to start the collaborative because I wanted to, I spent so much time trying to infiltrate the system, which is the fashion industry.
0: Create your own people.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and spend a lot of less time on just really building and edifying my community that's around me building this community of people of creative people who are not yet in the industry but are doing industry-based things that are not noticed because of the way that the industry is and basically creating our own thing so that's what i'm planning and hoping to do with die collaborative is basically create our own wave you know, that they all want to jump on because it's the truth. I have models that are five, three, but walk better than models that are six, two, you know, and it's not fair the way the industry is, but you know, they should get a fair shot at getting a mega contract where they can, you know, tour the world with their creative talent as well. My other thing though, with, and this is just the, the, world that we live in now generation z please share go for it. <laughs> like generation z and how things are going when it comes to the modeling industry everything is replaceable it's not the naomi tara days naomi can walk on any catwalk any runway show that she wants to still to this day paid or unpaid it doesn't matter if naomi says i want to walk Virgil going to make her walk if she says I want to walk Balmond is going to make her walk like it doesn't matter but it's not like that anymore it's it's what uh Heidi Klum used to say when she was hosting Project Runway one day you're in and the next day you're out and for some models they can last 10 years. And for some, they last three months. For some, it's a week. For some, it's, there's not a lot of longevity in the business anymore. And so now you're starting to see a lot of models venture off and do other things. Ashley Graham, she's a plus size model. What did she venture off and do? She started to host America's Next Top Model. Then she began to start her own lingerie line. She uh, had a baby recently, <laughs> you know, she's doing a lot of other things outside of modeling. Joan Smalls, the same thing. Uh, Jordan Woods, she has her own modeling agency now for plus size women. She has her own lingerie brand. She started her own skincare line. You know, she dropped Kylie as a brand. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things happening with um, models. they are learning that this is not just the all, I need to have a backup plan. And so that's what I'm planning to do with Dye Collaborative when it comes into the success coaching. So a lot of my models um, are based in New York City. And in New York City, we're hustlers, we're grinders. So most of them are either in school or have a job on, while also trying to pursue modeling or both, um, or also have another hobby that they're working on. So I have one model, Juice. She makes wigs and she does hair. Um, the other one, Soko. They're a trio. They call themselves Three Reasons. They're the cutest thing ever, and um, they all met each other through my management. And they're like three of my best models still to this day. Super loyal. Been have been managing them since two thousand and fifteen. Um, Cleo is about to start her own lip gloss brand. Soko just started her brand. I own think I met them brand. at one of your Probably shows. Dead. They were I at. Met, the
0: show. I met them in the one. I think it was in, was in Brooklyn where you had the storefront.
1: Yes. Yeah. okay
0: i shot i shot them that I, I didn't shoot them people i took, <laughs> I took pictures of them
1: yeah, okay.
0: yeah. So, yeah I, I have a good memory <laughs>
1: so they, they all have their own thing going outside of the modeling and that's the case for a lot of you know my models and i was able to learn that through trial and error you know I don't like to take my losses as losses, I like to take them as learning lessons. My losses are learning lessons and that only. And so for some models who decided not to sign back with me or things like that, I start to realize and observe, oh, okay, you decide that you don't really want to pursue modeling anymore? Wow, you do hair amazingly. Next thing you know, you're in Vogue for braiding hair and doing all of these things. You know, like there's so many opportunities. I think we just, there.
0: I think we just saying but, this is extremely important. And yeah. it's about diversifying who you are because mm-hmm. that's the same thing with photography. Any everyone has a camera. Yep. <laughs> you have a cell phone, you know, you can be a photographer because people shoot movies and in, 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 in music videos on their camera. But how do you make yourself different? How do you make yourself obtainable? How do you make yourself uh, attractive, so to speak? Like, if you are a photographer or a designer or a model, what makes you different? You can be 5'3". What makes, you, what makes, you, what makes your 5'3 frame become a one frame? Right. You know, and it, and it doesn't only have to be the modeling aspect. Similar to what you're saying, you can be you could be a makeup artist. You can be you could actually end up being the, the door fashion designer itself. <laughs> and I think that's what what you're saying is really important in, in diversifying who you are in, in in showing the world your other pieces. People don't normally know that you are this talented MC who's always quiet but you're super dope. Bars up you bar up or you can sing or you're a dancer like dude you're a dancer or 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 or, or, or sis you a dancer? Like I didn't know that. I just thought you like cooking or vice versa. Like it sh- I think one of the most important things And we actually talked about this, I think, we mentioned this about social media, like using social media effectively, sharing your other talents, (laughs) like you don't, cool, be pretty, be cute, be handsome, that's great, (laughs) but what else are you? Right. What else are you? But I I do, you you talked a lot about the technical aspect, right? Mm -hmm. people want to hear stories? I want to get, get you want to hear the stories. Like get, give me, give me, give us a story about, well, you, and it can be anything about whether it's a model story. You, and, and you don't want to, you probably want to share that because they might recognize the story. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't, okay. Or an event, anything like, you know, whether it can be good, bad, funny, uh, inspirational, get, you know, if you have a story about you, the time at work where, it didn't work so well, or, or, oh my God, it, this was amazing. Oh my God. This model was walking down the runway and a runway and a foot fell off. I don't know. Give us a story. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. Um, so you want a story about models?
0: Well, it's up to you model or, or fashion. One of your events, you know, you could talk about the You could talk about the one in Brooklyn when you were pissed.
1: <laughs> was i pissed it's like you can tell i was pissed
0: dude, you yeah i was dude i know you how long how, i don't i'm not gonna put your age out there i've known it's I up to care. you i've known you for so long <laughs> well at 10 12 years i've known you so long i long know like 12 years long you're than long long 12 years 14 15 yeah i know yeah. <laughs> so i know you so well i'm like oh she's pissed yeah. Definitely. I mean you can talk about that woman and and it's over now.
1: Oh what are you, I'm sorry, I'm just now getting a delivery. Let me uh can you just bring it right here? <laughs> no. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's my mom. Sorry, somebody just sent me flowers. I don't know. <laughs> Um
0: sorry, we're gonna leave all of this in. We, this is this is real life. This is this is what quarantine <laughs> is about right now.
1: This is literally quarantine, yes. We just got delivery flowers. How I don't cute. care who
0: says you should have edited out, I don't care. This is real.
1: So. <laughs> okay, we'll tell the story about that fashion show. When was that? Like 2016? Probably. So um <laughs> I was really frustrated with the day. I had booked the space, it was like a storefront but the owner was giving me a lot of problems. I had booked the space. Then they told me that I didn't book the back space, but that wasn't said prior to. So I'm like, okay, well, you know that I'm having a fashion show, so obviously I need a back space. Um, So there's a lot of chaos going on. I had a lot of models everywhere. Models were late was the issue. Um, (laughs) And I was still putting finishing pieces on garments that needed to go out on the runway. So there was a problem with uh, my models that I was actually just bigging up, my three girls. They, uh, back in the day, they used to be really, really stubborn. (laughs) So um, there was like a moment where they just wasn't complying and being really bratty and wanting to have agency over what they were wearing. You know, I said, these are, you know, this is what you're wearing, this is what you're wearing. They wanted to be in something different. Each of them wanted to be in something different and gave me a big problem about it. So I was pissed off because I'm like, I love you enough to have you in my show. I didn't have to have, I didn't have to ask you to be in my show and you're giving me a big problem. And this is like my moment because this was like... This show was three months after my mom and I moved out of the shelter. So I was like, this is like my moment to come back. I haven't done a show in a really long time. And this is my first ever show by myself, like outside of like doing a college fashion show. This is my first actual show for my brand, like no other designers or anything like that involved. Then there was an issue with uh, the sound system, um, so it was supposed to po- we were supposed to have uh, good audio and good video, and we weren't having that. And so since the person who um, I was renting the storefront from already gave me a lot of crap about the whole back the back end of the shop thing and I'm like well I don't even have clear audio my show started like an hour late it was hot luckily I had a bar because I I was there (laughs) that That saved it because like luckily I had a bar because I that saved it and then um my horrible boyfriend at the time didn't even show up so I was like Totally like pissed off and livid or whatever with the day and I was just like, I just need to get through this so that I can feel like oh, okay and then I can process it later. Be brief and everything like that. But when I'm upset, I like cry because I'm like I can't do anything else. When I'm in when I'm in like a fickle and I can't do anything, the only thing that's quick is to cry. Right, so I'm crying and I'm frustrated. I'm like, all oh, my family's out there. We stood and start. and like, y'all are giving me bad, you know, vibes and stuff. But after I yelled at everybody, everybody got in check and everything was all good. <laughs> so are you like, I was angry. I'm like, does I really still
0: angry? Dude, you, you were. Livid, I was like, oh man, and, they, and I think the, it was Joshua and Brandon. They were there, and they was like, go talk to her. I'm like, listen, if she yells at me again. <laughs> I, I have flashbacks to when you were in middle school. Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> So, that was the moment that I got my like fashion nickname, which is people call me the Chef Ramsey of the fashion industry. Because this has become my uniform in fashion shows. So now, like when models meet me, a lot of them actually, it's quite weird. They gravitate towards me because I am the mean one that's backstage yelling or trying to control everything or making a fuss about something. They gravitate towards me. So then after the show they're like, Hey, like, can I model for your clothing line and stuff like that? And that's how I kinda of started the model management because I had all of these models always coming up to me like, Hey, if you ever need <laughs> Hey You know, they just started to gravitate towards me. But that's became my like stigmas like so at my last fashion show on Fourteenth Street that you came to, um, like the models are like, Oh gosh, I hope that Justice doesn't start screaming today <laughs> But I had everything so seamless. I had interns, and at some point, I was just looking around like, dang, there's nothing to do. I don't want to yell at nobody. What is this? <laughs> this isn't feel right.
0: It, it, it was, <laughs> was dope. I, I want to let you know, I, 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 I'm not sure if I said it then, it was a dope show, you know. I still have my VIP pass that you, you said. I'm like, oh, I got the VIP pass? Oh, my pass look different yeah. from yours? <laughs> So, I still had that in my drawer. So, you know, and I appreciate it. Oh, you know, yeah. That was super dope. You know, I was like, okay. Okay, Miss Kanye, where is she late again? But okay. <laughs> like, you we're, know, know what
1: was late about this show? I was really, and I was pissed off about it, but I let oh. it slide. My best friend was late to the show like okay. thirty five minutes. But as you can see in the show, the way I had models um going coming back up for the finale was through the elevators. Oh, so wow. I had to shut the elevators down but I didn't want my best friend to have to walk up the stairs in a nice outfit all the way up to the fourth floor because those stairs are dusty and long so I was like we're gonna wait I'm literally with walkie-talkies like I had a full team it felt so good to be just so Uh, much more organized
0: I knew none of this
1: (laughs) it's so much more organized so like once she came up like everybody was like okay your best friend is like going upstairs right now that's when I was like, okay, we can start the show now because I just wanted her to be able to get upstairs. Then the way like models were exiting the the like circle was through the stairs. So basically, the models would enter through a, a area do the runway and then exit this on the stairs the emergency exit so they have to run all the way down to the stairs just so that they can all come up in the elevators for the finale walk so it was like a whole thing yeah and i just really wanted to be perfect so that's why i like started a little um late so once, um, once all of the models like started walking, I was already waiting in the staircase, and I'm like listening, hearing like which model y'all are cheering for or whatever. And then I'm and I'm wearing white, so I'm like running down these horrible dusty stairs, and then I come up in the elevator last because everybody came up in the elevator. So it had to, it was definitely a lot of coordination.
0: <laughs> definitely a lot of coordination. That's pretty dope. I, I I didn't know what you what was going on that day. I was just like, this is a dope show. Shout out to my little sister.
1: Um, <laughs> Thank
0: you. Uh, we share quite a few things in common. <laughs> you know the 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 fashion, the photography. You know the the love for Kanye West, the old Kanye West. We <laughs> talk about does any of that define you? Yes or no? Let us know. Um.
1: Yeah. A lot of it defines like who I am. You know and like I said, like, even with people saying, like, you know, like, she's, like, just Chef frenzy of fashion. Like, I take, I don't take that with a grain of salt. I take a lot of pride in it. I'm like, yep, that's right. <laughs> like, who would you go to to run your restaurant, to, to get training on running a restaurant, you know? So I take that, actually, with high regards. Yeah, I definitely think that, you know, the things that I have done um, and put, like, my blood, sweat, and tears into has been able to define and shape who I am each and every
0: day forward so yeah all right let's have some fun we got this game i got this bowl we get three questions you're only allowed to have pass once and i'll answer the questions along with you. some might be too personal some might be too silly but it's a question it's about getting to know each other letting the world get to know who you are that's why we have to talk so first question for just for justice and i i wish i hope it's a good one please don't scare me Oh my god, this is this all right. You can remember you can pass. <laughs> How many second graders do you think you could fight off before you become overwhelmed?
1: How many second graders could I fight off?
0: off before you like
1: think, you know, like they
0: know. were like trying to jump me? Yeah, I mean you could pass it or you can <laughs> How many second
1: ooh see the Generation Z kids they bad. Real big, like little
0: Amazons, um, maybe like five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, hold on. I, I mean, I'm not too far from working in the school. Uh, second graders—they're scary. They are so scary. I, I'll probably get about. I'm probably get about ten, ten to fifteen of them. You know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could get. I could get. A, you know. But other, other than that, I, they'll they'll probably you know take me down.
1: Right.
0: All right. Last question. Let's see. All right. Oh, this is, this is a preference question. You let us know why you prefer, okay. you know, this is about, you know, either pre COVID or probably during quarantine or after. Okay. Uh, do you like eating out or cooking your own meals?
1: I love eating out. I, I don't Are say saying like, I like that? <laughs> yes, I do. I love eating out. Like my mom cooks my meals. I'm 26 and my mom still cooks. Like that's what's up. <laughs> I work and she can sew myself like we have a good partnership <laughs> I can cook but I rather not like but when I cook it does feel very gratifying because I can cook like I can actually cook so when I cook it does feel very gratifying and nice but I much rather just go out especially because going out is like good vibes it brings memories and stuff
0: I'm torn because I love eating out you know I, I love going to the, to the restaurants. So thing I don't like doing is paying for the food because it becomes expensive. <laughs> That's the one thing. But I actually do love cooking. I love. I, I would go cooking my own meal because I can be as creative as possible. Mm. I can make a coconut rice, you know, <laughs> with the you know, I'm, you know, I can make it with the a lemon, a lemon pepper shrimp. You I know, mean, I can just mix it up and have my own flavors and I have a green on the side with some garlic in it. <laughs> so I, I get to choose. Sometimes with a restaurant, you don't like the menu. That's true. So you know, At home, I'm able to create my own menu. So I'm torn because I love eating out. If anyone ever follows me on Instagram or my other Instagram, we all have that nowadays. We have, nowadays, we have multiple Instagram pages. So, You're a foodie. You know, food, exactly. I am a foodie. Uh, you follow me. You see, I love eating out, but I do love cooking as well. Okay. Last question out of this question bowl. Okay. Let me get you a good one. I don't, I don't know what a good one is. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I can't see them. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's see what this says. Oh, okay. This is a hard one for me. Maybe not <laughs> for you. What is your favorite scent or smell? It could be anything, like, like
1: fragrance or just scent and
0: anything. Like yeah. you know, it's like wow. I you know, and it brings memories or it puts you at ease. Like or
1: okay. So that's so that's so funny you said it. I don't like scents I don't like. Um, Being attached to a I don't like a memory being attached to a scent
0: Me neither So
1: (laughs) if I break up with somebody I break up with that scent Because I don't want to be reminded of my relationship with them With that perfume (laughs) And it's the same thing
0: (laughs) Everyone who's been wearing that particular cologne Don't wear it again That's why she didn't talk to you
1: (laughs) (laughs) So like no Tom Ford ombre, uh, uh, what is it? Tom Ford Black Orchid reminds me of this one guy that I dated. He was amazing, but like I just hate the I just hate having to smell him all the time. So I hate the scent. But um, I think my favorite um, scent, like if I'm talking about fragrance, my favorite fragrance is Chanel Chance Tendre. Okay. Um, and my favorite scents are more on the clean, citrusy, floral. Not really floral, but more clean, citrusy kind of scents. There was a fragrance by a store called um, And Other Stories. They're like the sister company to H&M. And uh, they had a scent called Crendolin, which is like cotton. Mm -hmm. And they discontinued it, and my life is over. (laughs) So I'm like really sad about that. But then I met this one girl last year. Who um, has her own body butter company? Actually, shout out
0: to was, Body Butter. What's what's the body name?
1: Body Butter. It's called Co Essence, and it's actually a part of um, Beyonce listed it as like one of the Co Essence. Black her blacklist. Okay. yes. Co Essence right. with a K. And um, we're we gonna be
0: buying some body butter when this show is over. <laughs>
1: And so she has this one fragrance called um, Cashmere, and it smells exactly like the Anna the Story's fragrance. So I'm begging her, please make a body oil so that I can smell like it all the time. So yeah, those are my two cents, uh, like cotton fresh scents. But my favorite fragrance is Chanel Chance Conde. Yeah.
0: Over over this uh, past few months, I bought so much, so many body butter jar. Uh, I'm, I'm going to show you some a little later. Uh, but uh, as far as like, fragrance, I don't wear cologne as much, but this one cologne I did like a lot. It was a gift I got many years ago, and it's a Chanel cologne, Chanel Iguese Platinum. Not the regular Iguese, but the Platinum. Two different fragrances. Two different fragrances. But if I had to choose a smell that, I like a lot. And there's two. When I when I saw this question, I battle between the two. Fresh bread. I love this. I love the smell <laughs> of fresh bread. Like, it just smells so good. And dew. Like after it rains.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: So I love the smell of dew. That it doesn't spark any memories. I just like that smell. It's calming to that's
1: me. That's so funny that you said that. When I don't know why, I just only thought about like fragrance when you said that. Like you know what's weird. I, you know. Okay, I have a weird one that I like a lot.
0: Go for it. I like
1: the smell of the 99 cent store. It smells like... Really? Yes, because, like, (laughs) it has, like, this weird, like, paint, uh, (laughs) like, I don't know, it's weird. It's like, it's like a fresh pair of shoes opening it, like...
0: I thought The ninety nine cent store had the smell of despair. But <laughs> oh, well, okay, we going to the
1: ninety nine cent store. Maybe like Carmen's face
0: value. Okay, 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 okay. All right, like, like
1: Home Depot, in Manhattan.
0: <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. These all right? Well, I, I'm sorry for judging your 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 your, your love for the the uh, ninety nine cent store. So coexist. That's what it's called. Co essence. Co essence. I'm sorry. We want ninety nine cent uh, store body butter. <laughs> <laughs> so we we've come to the point in the show where i want people to know you want i want you to let what do you, want, what do you what would you like to let the world know and it could be anything you know anything you know whether it's something funny whether it's something intriguing something sad something inspirational it's up to you what do you what would you like to let the world know
1: um there's so much i've been dropping so many gems on instagram follow me i'm at ice nation
0: we're gonna get Um, we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to
1: that uh what would i like to let the world know okay i'm gonna say this one and um i can't wait to i can't wait to watch this because i said this at a at a fashion show before and it became such a thing for like a whole two years like People say it all the time now. And it was because, like, it was one of these questions. It was, yeah, it was, like, one of these questions that I was asked on the stage. And I was just like, "Little blah, blah, blah. <laughs> But it, it came from my heart. And I said, take your time because you got to take your time. And everybody just started cracking up and clapping. But it was so true because that's exactly like how I feel as a designer as a creative like I have to take my time and be fragile with my business and you know it's not it's not a sprint it's a marathon so if I keep that in mind I know that I'm going to get to my goal so I think that is like the thing that I would say you know to everybody It's just like take your time especially millennials, because I I feel like we're racing against Generation Z who gets it quick, 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 because the age of social media and followers and da da da, da cloud this, da, da da and it makes you feel like, oh, I need to be doing this. Like I feel like me and all of my other friends that are around my age feel like we're not doing enough and like we need to do this by a certain age so that we can lay down and have a kid and da da da, da and be financially stable here in this. And we're all like 26, 21, 22, 23, you know, and it's like Take your time you have time you have time it ain't going nowhere you know take your time and make sure you're doing it the right way so that you can get to the finish line the way that you want to get there so that's my takeaway
0: that's that's pretty dope. Take your time, take your time, and I like and I like how you emphasize that as, as well as you did. Um, this, what we want you to do right now is to share that information. How do the listeners, the viewers, how do they get in contact with you? Especially because I want to be a model. You know, I want to. You know, <laughs> I'm kind of old, but you know, I'm, I'm heading I'm heading the gym in a few days. <laughs>
1: So um, I'm Ice Nation on the internet. Everybody knows me. It's becoming more of a thing. Like people like see me and go, oh, you're Ice Nation. Like I've met models at castings and they're like, you're the girl on Instagram. <laughs> I'd be cracking jobs and trolling. <laughs> so I'm Ice Nation on Instagram, I-C-E-N-A-T-I-O-N. It's behind me, as you can see on the wall. Um, uh, modeling manage art. DI collaborative. The collaborative is uh D I collab or D I dot, collab dot N-Y on Instagram. Um clothing brand dfajon on Instagram that's D-I-F-A-I-S-E-A-N on Instagram. Um website world backslash about me. If you want to know more about me or if you want to buy some clothes, just go to the website. Um so yeah. <laughs> That's my contact. As Lincoln, little- Justice Hatterson. Hatterson with an H not P. Everybody thinks I'm Patterson not.
0: <laughs> you're not you're- <laughs> I, how do you mess ma- well I was gonna say how do you mess up that up? But people butcher my name all the time. <laughs> um, so and also if you guys wanna reach out to me, I am on at on the Instagram. I have many Instagrams, but I'll I'll leave it to one. It's just underscore Shavar uh, and on the Twitter it's at Shavar uh, you can also listen to my other show is Synergy, C-N-E-R-G, uh, and the Synergy podcast on, on um, social media platforms. How, why can I say that? <laughs> so I want to thank Justice. Oh, wait. Go for
1: I it. I forgot. Okay, so two more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on Twitter, but I don't really be on there. But I actually be really dropping gems on Twitter. And I talk a lot about um, fashion-based things on Twitter um, or things in pop culture. So follow me on Twitter. I'm Lord Ice Nation on Twitter. Ice Nation was taken. Um, and um, I'm a YouTuber now, actually. So I'm Ice Nation on YouTube also. So uh, subscribe to me on YouTube because I do a lot of beauty things and there's a lot of style things coming. And I'm just a lifestyle YouTuber. So follow me on YouTube. I'm Ice Nation. I'm Ice Nation, I'm Ice Nation everywhere. If you Google Ice Nation, you'll find me. So, yeah.
0: I'm Googling <laughs> you right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> but, again, that was that was dope. You know, I... Um, you said some really cool things, you and I appreciate you. And for everyone who's listening, you know, it's not a marathon, and rather it is a marathon. It's not a short race, it's not a sprint. You know, do what you do and do it great and be, and be persistent at it and love what you do. Don't just do it because it's the newest fad. Don't do it because your friends are doing it. Do it because you wanna do it, and you wanna excel at it. And also do your research. Learn. Do your Googles as they say. Do your Googles. Go and learn what you have to do to become a photographer, to become a model, to become a of a, a fashion designer. Learn everything. Like Justice said, Rose, you started out doing screen prints and jerks. Look, off white. you spending that fifteen hundred dollars in those t-shirts, right? I, and I and I'm not mad at you or him. You know, Louis Vuitton. You know, that you know, you have to start somewhere. Getting to the top isn't as easy as you think. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But for the most of us, we have to work at it. So I want to thank everyone for listening. And deuces, peace, love you. all All that other stuff.